up, you trick-ass marks, all you mark-ass tricks? It's Radio Free Fucking Tote Bag, and I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. And we're fucking, I feel great. How you feel, man? I'm pretty good, man. I got my mug wine right here. I got picky sitting on top of my feet. It's a good place to be. Mm. Mm. A little sipperino of this tall can of Miller Lite. Mm. Mm. Miller Lite. Hey, you're back to your roots. That's, that's right. That's what you were starting. Uh, all right, no, no, no. You're on high life when we began. It was high life when we started. I did some paps for a little while, and I'm doing some Miller Lite. I did some White Claw last week. I really like White. Really like White Claw. Yeah, a little, had a little dark period with the Natty Daddy, but we, we made it through that. Ugh. And then, uh, so <laughs> I I managed to uh, drink 18 White Claws on Saturday. <laughs> Jesus, that's too many white claws. So I'm gonna I'm backing away from that for a minute until I get my bearings. <laughs> what, was, what was the occasion? Well, uh, I had just gotten back from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I went up and I played a ball and ass DJ set, and uh, I I made a I made a plan to drink very responsibly, and that's exactly what I did while I was up there. So I got back on Saturday and I went. And I you know I worked my shift. I got off work and I was like, man, I'm gonna fucking burn it down tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you gotta, you know, I just gotta make up for it. Exactly. I just fucked around, played video games, and then before I knew it, all of the white claws were gone, and it was like six thirty in the morning, and it was uh, a mess. But uh, you know, it was a fun time. I I didn't even feel that fucking hairy the next day. It was really weird. That is that is strange because that's that's like the seltzer, yeah, water like a Lacroix with with a little liquor in it, right? Yeah. It ain't bad. Arthur, if you, if Arthur, if you get so drunk on White Claw that you forget what happened, do you white out? <laughs> that's the that's the other fucking thing about it. I drank that much. I have extremely clear memories the whole night through. Don't understand it. Maybe it was just fucking Lacroix, man. Could be. You know, I hadn't considered that. <laughs> it could could just fucking chill in there drinking. Can you imagine just a case of Lacroix. <laughs> Just pounded him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get out like the shotgun key on like number twelve. Nah. Who's fucking doing this with me? Um, Arthur, that's Pomplamoose. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Well, fuck. Yeah, I heard your DJ set went went real well too. Right? Oh yeah, I even uh, I'm gonna do a little cross promo here. Uh, so right before I started doing Radio Free Tote Bag, I had a very short lived. Uh, program that I called Rocket Base Radio because my DJ name's Rocket Nerd, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I put out two episodes, and I thought I would have more of a listenership kind of built in because I was a DJ for a long time. I thought maybe those people would kind of, you know, on my Facebook page would kind of follow me over. Nope. Uh, like 15 listens between two episodes. And I was like, ah, man, it's fucking discouraging. Fuck this. So I, you know, quit doing it for a long time. I'm going to put up episode three. Uh, I kind of re-recorded the mix that I did on Saturday, so you should be expecting that some kind, sometime this week. So maybe uh, maybe I'll link it on the RFTB uh, Facebook page, a little cross-promo or something. I even give a shout-out to RFTB in the intro. So Oh, fuck yeah. I can check it. I'll chuck it in the uh, in the episode notes if anybody's interested. I've actually been on that the past couple episodes. We're throwing links in there. So mm-hmm. if you mentioned in the show, go to the description. You can find it. Uh yeah, you're into fucking like electro house music, electro house music, either of any of those things. Techno, house shit. music, yeah. tech house music, yeah. Tech house. Uh, 
Arthur sets kick ass, fucking put it on and kill 18 white claws and fucking boogie through your wall <laughs> into your neighbor's bedroom. Curl up in bed with them, roll around until they get kicked out, and then you just take all the covers and just get real snugly up there. <laughs> That's not far off what, what actually went down on Saturday night. Oh, fuck yeah. There you go. Get on it, listener. Click that link. Fucking boogie. Enjoy that. Well, uh, you know what you are here to enjoy? Dear listener, you're here to enjoy us uh, I don't know, half making fun of people, half uh, trying to help them with their problems. So it's it's time for a comedy show about relationships. What do you say? I, I am down. And I'll point out, this is a wild one that we found. This yeah. may need to be a new segment of some kind because this is some Twilight Zone type shit yeah. in this question. This is off the fucking chain. Friend, 40s F. Seems obsessed with me because of my past. 29F. Should I just ghost her or actually say something? Some background on me. When I was a child, I was kidnapped by a non-relative. It was a big deal at the time, but I never had lasting effects from it, and I've grown up pretty normal. My family was supportive, and I had good friends around me the whole time. Feels like, like I'm... It feels kind of like someone telling a I broke my leg in third grade story. Yes, it happened, but really, it means nothing to me. Unfortunately, there are some articles about it online. My name, my school picture, and things like that. My name is somewhat common, though, so it's not widely known. Anyway, someone friended me on Instagram, and we bonded over cat pictures. I have a kind of rare type of cat, and she does too. She asked one day if I'd like to meet up for coffee. I said yes, because why not? She seems super chill and loves cats. And in person, she seemed very sweet, but maybe kind of sheltered and nervous. We continue to keep up a friendship, occasionally meeting for brunch and coffee. Then one day she drops the bomb on me. Are you ABC Smith that was in the news 20 years ago? I figured she must have Googled me for whatever reason. Since the day I said, yes, that's me, she has been relentlessly hounding me about this part of my life. We don't talk about cats anymore. We don't talk about anything at all. She says it's because she's curious, because she's never met someone like me before, because she has always had a morbid curiosity about serial killers, kidnappings, etc. At first I was honest with her, but at a certain point I felt uncomfortable and tried to steer the conversation away. Out of my own curiosity, I looked myself up and found a bunch of things on one particular website. Most of it was just typical case details, but there was a poster on there who claimed to be a close friend and the shit she wrote on there was mostly lies and exaggerations. I can't be 100% sure this was her, but I'm about 90% sure. She would write things about how ABC has learned to move on with her life. In parenthesis here, who the hell was even asking? And hinting at the graphic details she knows, but can't speak of. And the worst part is that she's been posting about it for six months before we actually ever even met. I told my boyfriend about this, and he immediately told me to shut it down. Tell her off, block her, threaten to sue, whatever it takes just to get her out of my life. I have not told my parents or close friends because I don't want to upset them. I feel betrayed and creeped out, but I'm not devastated or anything. I just don't feel anything. She is nothing to me. I don't feel like using any of my energy to talk to her again, even to tell her off, but my boyfriend says it's worth it to at least say something. Should I just ghost her and forget about it? Or is it better to scare some sense into her and tell her to stop writing about me? It's not like what she's doing is illegal. And to be honest, besides the handful of people online looking me up, I doubt anyone cares. What should I do? TLDR, 
friend I met from Instagram and turns out to be someone who stalked me online to find me and my history. I am creeped out, but don't want to waste any more of my time with this crazy bee. Boyfriend says I need to tell her off properly, so she stops. What should I do? And that was posted by Caterpillar Walk. Folks, say it with me. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! (laughs) Yeah, dude! Fucking stranger danger. This is like some 90s... The internet has just come around to this is what your fucking parents warned you about, dude. This is spooky as fuck. Yeah, this bitch is stalker. Well, so before we get into any like advice here, what what do you think this website is? My kind of read here is, you know, the true crime is kind of a big, yes. big thing recently. You know, people go on forums and shit, trying to find serial killers, like looking at old Zodiac stuff. You know, that's like an interest that people get into. Right. Do we think it's something like that? And for some reason, like this, this particular case is what they're interested in. That was my initial thought. But also, like, this isn't like an unsolved mystery. You know what I mean? Like, why right. would this person latch on to this person who got kidnapped and, and then like returned? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got it's got to be some kind of obsessive issue on this person's part. Like, um, I don't know, maybe. So she comes across this case, right? Oh, this girl got kidnapped and like i wish i wish she fucking told the actual story i wish there was you know because i we have to talk about it in vagaries but um you know so she maybe you know she gets kidnapped she comes back obviously she's fine um so this lady finds out about this and she's like oh shit that's only in you know wow that happened in dayton well i live in columbus what if i just like move to dayton and like find this girl and fucking (laughs) you know what i mean like that's kind of what it feels like to me that she like finds out about her or maybe it was like she was already living there and she finds out about it and she's like, I'm going to fucking find this girl. I'm going to get close to her and I'm going to get all the details. And get all the fucking clout on the, uh, on the true crime for <laughs> right? or whatever. Yeah. This, th- this person is striking me like the, the true crime equivalent of like a weeaboo, like an ultra fucking weeaboo, <laughs> like fan person. Sure. Who's like stalking the stars, the show and shit. Because that's it's kind of what it's kind of what this shit is, you know. There, there's definitely an entertainment value to like reading about cases and things like this. So I'm thinking combination of kind of that mindset and then what you're saying, Arthur. This definitely comes off as some an obsessive person at the very least. I'm gonna guess, you know, there's probably some mental issues happening here that would drive you to like at least lack of social boundaries that you not only like chuck. Oh, this person's close to me. Look him up. And then like, oh, you fucking misuse the topic of cats to fucking latch them <laughs> in. And then you go out with them and then you're like, fucking God, I'm like, I'm going to get all the, the fucking details. New uh, theory. She noticed that you had that kind of cat. So she went and got one of those rare cats so that she could like lure you in and be like, oh, see, I, yeah, I got a, I got a fucking Norwegian Force cat too. Check it out. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That is a yeah. weird fucking coincidence. Like, not yeah. only did she track you down, but you happen to have the same rare cat. I'm I'm feeling that. I, I think I'm with you there. Also, perhaps this person is related to your kidnapper and is coming back to finish the job. Oh, Jesus. Okay. De- hopefully not that one. Definitely fucking hopefully not that one. Um, But definitely this person is bad news. Yeah. At the very least, like, pretty fucking shitty friend all she's gonna talk to you about is your goddamn kidnapping from when when you were a kid Mm -hmm. um 
But yeah, this is this is stalkerish. This is, it's just bizarre behavior. And as OP said, like, is any of this illegal? Uh, no, like, tech, not right now, technically not. Mm-hmm. Um, the best kind of not illegal, still... technically not illegal. <laughs> but still, this is clearly causing you distress, and this is clearly just not a good thing. It, it reeks of creepy fucking weirdness. Yeah. Um, so she asking, can, you know, she she asks if she can if she can just ghost her and forget about her. That's where I would lean on this. I. Mm. Because if mm. this is actively distressing you and you're worried about confronting her, and then that gives her the opportunity to flip out and get more obsessed, I think I mean, like not engaging is kind of your best move here. I'm thinking you well, ghost her, and then you're sitting in your bedroom and you're like reading a book on like a stormy night, and then like there's a fucking lightning crash off in the distance, and you fucking see her silhouette in the window, like <laughs> like you know, if you walk away, uh, I think she's just gonna fucking she's. I, I think either way, she's gonna latch in deeper, and you're gonna need to. I don't know, hire RFTB to go beat the hell out of this 40-year-old woman. <laughs> go no, tune her I, up I, real I, good. I feel that as a possibility, too. But it, but I'm, so I'm just saying, she's potentially going to continue doing creepy shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I think to minimize, just one, how much you have to fucking deal with this. And two, you know, kind of the, the keep, like the pressing emotional weight of it. If she's on fucking Instagram or something, you got to yeah. keep seeing her pictures you know, you got to keep fielding fucking questions from her. Like, either way, this could get weird and obsessive if you back off but maintain contact or if you just ghost. So I say you just fucking ghost. Definitely, you know, I know it makes you uncomfortable. You don't want to upset your parents. Like, definitely not let your fucking family know about this stuff, though. This is mm-hmm. one of those things that I think the more people in your circle know about it, in case anything weird happens, you know, especially yeah. if somebody tries to reach out to them, or that sort of thing. Like, you've got kind of your perimeter set up. And, you know, you get people uh, who know what's going on in case she is the fucking relative of the kidnapper. And, and yeah, she comes back to finish the fucking job. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I say I okay. say ghost. Let folks know. Also, so you have them for support, because, man, this would be driving my anxiety fucking nuts. True. This would spook the shit out of me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I say ghost. I think you come to her with the forum posts pay like real close attention and kind of read her face and if she's like fuck I've been found out then she uh I don't know transforms into a vampire and attacks you like you know like whatever other kind of twilight zone <laughs> shit that could happen you know yeah yeah it just transforms into a pile of bats which is you know <laughs> I get kind of an improvement but then also you know she could be all over the place at once that's not ideal it's not ideal can certainly crawl through smaller spaces to reach you. We Trans- love that. Transforms into a wolf, bites your leg off. Yeah. Other Ow. classic vampire capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fucking, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're a house divided on this issue, uh, but the, the sentiment remains the same. You got to get away from this chick. Uh, you don't need this in your life. And it's just, it's just fucking strange. Sometimes some Twilight Zone shits happens and you just got to fucking pretend it didn't walk away, maybe? I I feel ya. I, I say make sure you got this shit documented, too, though. Like, if she's sending you any weird messages, anything vaguely threatening, maybe even these forum posts, too. Like, I would just want to have that evidence on hand in case this gets, out, this gets out of control so you can get a restraining order set up real fucking quick. True. True. 
Good luck out there, though. God fucking damn. That yeah. is, that is wild. Spooky. Yeah. Well, well you, re- you, ready? you ready to fucking, you ready to just fucking move on? We're just going to, like, walk away from that one like it's nothing, like we solved it? <laughs> years mystery years from now, gang. years from now, somebody's going to come back in a forum post talking about that time that we talked about that, and then we're going to have to <laughs> decide whether to ghost them or confront them about <laughs> The time we talked about a kidnapping. That's some meta-ass shit, my friend. I just want a layer deeper. That's all it is. No big deal. No big deal at all. Well, hey, speaking of of ghost uh, occurrences, kind of paranormal shit, (laughs) I-25F took my boyfriend's 27M virginity without knowing it. No, no, I was no, wondering, no, 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 I was wondering no, no, how no, you were no, going to no. make that supernatural, and then you just like whispered without knowing it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that's how he's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure in what context that would be supernatural, but you know, there's a mystery there. She didn't, she didn't know. It's true. Ah, <laughs> ah, I met a guy through a mutual friend, and we went on a few dates. And definitely enjoyed each other's presence. I had to make the first move, though, and I could tell he was shy. He's really good-looking and cool. Just comes from a sheltered background and has a quiet personality. So after about a month of knowing each other, he has me over to watch a movie at his house. In his room. Mm -hmm. As a 25-year-old who has had several physical relationships, I assume that this is going to be the night we do it for the first time. But he doesn't make a move. So about an hour into the movie, I go ahead and take the first step. He's really into it, but not pushing it any further. Eventually, after I initiate having sex, he goes for it. It's mediocre at best, but I really like him, so I am happy. I can tell he enjoyed it too. However, when I go to leave, he tells me that it was his first time. I am shocked, but assure him I don't think anything of it, and I'm sorry if I pressured him into it. We've continued to talk since then, even had sex again. He initiated it this time, but never brought up the fact that I took his virginity. What is he thinking? Why did he choose to go for it after a month of knowing me? He had previous girlfriends, two long-term girlfriends, and definitely has had girls chase him before. Do you think he might run now and want to explore sex with other girls? Or is he extra connected to me and the relationship since I took his virginity? He told me he really liked me and made the choice to lose it to me, but I also think that could easily just be a lion he is feeding me. I'm planning on talking to him about it eventually, but I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable or vulnerable right now. I just want some anonymous opinions so that I can go into the conversation with possibly some perspective as to what he is feeling or thinking. Thank you in advance, TLDR. I took my now boyfriend's virginity without realizing it. I initiated sex and he went for it, even though he's had plenty of opportunities in the past to have sex with other girls. Didn't know he was a virgin until after the deed was done. Am I special or am I just convenient for him? Uh, that's an additional layer in the TLDR. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was posted by Yankees NYC 23. And this, this is the layer that I want to drill down on. I think that, so you're like, oh, wow, I took his virginity. I was his first. Well, surely this gives me some level of, of, uh, of, of import in his life. 
that I'm, you know, I'm the first girl he had sex with. So, like, clearly I'm some hot shit to him now, which may not be the case. Like, depends on how the relationship goes. Yeah, that could that could definitely go either way. And, I mean, you know, she mentions that. It seems like she's also worried that, like, well, what if he, you know, now has awakened, like, his sexual urges mm. and is going to run off and, like, fuck other girls. But, like... I don't know. I just wouldn't worry about this this much. Right. You know, yeah. you do have a, you got kind of a close bond with, with this guy now that is kind of like, I wouldn't say important necessarily. Cause ultimately it's, it's really not, it's just right. a stupid fucking concept that we have, but, it, but it's a thing, you know, and that's kind of something that you have together now. So I don't know. I think at the most, like it, maybe it'll make your bond a little bit stronger there. Uh, but like you, you guys are dating. He was willing to date you for this whole time without sex. Like he's had other girlfriends before that he never had sex with. Like it seems like this is a pretty relationship oriented dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think you just have sex and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want to fuck fucking everybody. I was crazy. Fuck right. this girl I've been seeing. I'm gonna go run and bang a bunch of people. Like you fucking said, he's like a pretty shy dude. He's pretty low key. It just doesn't strike me as that kind of person. Uh, so I don't know. Don't just just don't worry about it. Don't get too caught up in this because you're gonna make things weird if you do. He didn't want to talk about it at the end, you know. Then maybe it's just not that big of a deal to him. And you don't need to worry about it. I think what's gonna happen with him uh, is he's so he, you mentioned that he initiated uh, some more sex with you, right? Uh, I think he's gonna keep doing that. Like I think he's just very like it's his first sexual relationship. Uh, I remember the first time I was uh, in a position to have regular sex with somebody, I was like, um, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, he's gonna he's going to grow by leaps and bounds in terms of capability, and the sex is gonna get better and better. And you guys are gonna do great. And it's just it's like I think you're you're just at like baseline uh, adult relationship now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, do the work, communicate with each other, and uh, appreciate the time you have together. That's all anybody got to do. There you go. Yeah, so just uh, don't don't spend time worrying about this. I wouldn't pry at it. There, there's just really, there's no point to. And, yeah, I mean, this is definitely the good outcome. What was the fucking other outcome? Like, you, you would never, you'd never have sex. That, that would <laughs> right, be weird right. and kind of difficult. You might have to break up over that. But yeah, just normal, you know. Some yeah. people, some people don't lose their virginity for a while, and it's fine, you know. He's mm-hmm. not sitting there making a making a thing of it, or like, you know, second guessing himself. The fact that he's able to have mediocre sex on his first time around, and like not be a huge fucking bravado dickhead, or just be completely, you know, paralyzed in anxiety about this. This is this is extremely normal. Yes. And and good good for y'all. I'm happy for you. This kicks ass. Yeah. Definitely, definitely kicks ass. Seems good. Congrats on the sex. Mm-hmm. You know, keep keep on trucking. Yeah, keep doing that. Hey, Donovan. What's up? I, 21M, am interested in older women, 35 plus, but don't know how to approach them. I've always been able to speak to women my age well. I'm not shy by any means. I find older women I find older women than me more attractive. That's an odd construction of that sentence. I've had my fair share of relationships with women my age, 
so I do have experience dating, but when it comes to actually approaching older women, I don't know how to approach them to even initiate small talk. I've been approached uh, by two in the past on two separate occasions, but I don't know how to be the first one to make a move, given that I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable due to the age difference. Or am I overthinking things and the age difference doesn't really matter? TLDR, I like women older than me, but I don't know how to approach them. And that was posted by JDKDOD. JD, JDKDOD. Huh, what a fucking name. Hey, Jadikadod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my new PSN name. Fuck Slicky Jizzwhale, I'm gonna be Jadikadod. Jadikadod. You, you, yeah, you're you're overthinking this. Absolutely. Um, does the age different not really matter? Uh, I mean, yes, actually, it, it it does matter. But I, I think just in the sense that I don't think you're gonna have a whole lot of luck as a twenty year old, twenty one year old guy going after older women. And it's you know it's not because like this actual you know, amount of years or whatever is a big deal. You know, you're you're a fucking adult, but also you're like you're not fully. You know, you're, yeah. It's what, a stage of college, life. Just yeah, out of college, it's a stage of life thing. They're they're on some totally different shit. They're concerned about, uh, yeah, you know, quite different things from you. You're like, I don't know who I am. I'm still trying to figure myself out. They're like, I pretty much know who I am. I'm trying to get my health insurance put together. You know, what I mean? like, it's just different. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. And there's almost certainly going to be some qualities to you that I think are going to be t- a big fucking turnoff for, for most women. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, in their, in their late 30s plus. Um, if, you know, if, but, but I, I don't know. I, I get this. I, I get the attraction. I think that's, like, not an uncommon thing. Uh, I don't know. You just can't really expect much here. And I don't think you can particularly just, like, be, you know, be hunting for older older women. I mean, I guess you could just go up and try to hit on him at a bar, but I don't know. I think this is going to be a pretty rare thing is what I'm, what I'm trying to get across. Cause you got to find an older woman here who is like specifically attracted to a younger guy like you. Right. Which I don't think is going to be most. And like, you, you certainly can't do the opposite. Like you cannot fucking pretend that you're like 30 and have your life together because you don't. And you're going to look like a fucking weirdo. You know, if you, if you start trying to put on some, some fucking, uh, you know, pretend airs about being, about being older. So I don't, I don't fucking know. Go on Tinder and set the fucking age range older. Sure. You've been approached twice. Okay. Well then take a swing at it. Maybe you're putting a vibe don't, out. Don't, don't be, don't be worried about making anyone uncomfortable due to the age difference. Just don't fucking talk about the age difference. Yeah, Unless, absolutely. you know, you're in bed and they want you to do that. Maybe that's a <laughs> thing. Okay. Uh, I do have some moves for the gentleman. I have some suggestions. Here's what you do. You find some uh, television programs that were popular about, mm, let's say, 14 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, they're around your age now when these you shows were coming Cheers? out. Yeah, are you familiar? Like, oh, man, you just, like, I just watched the series finale of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, man, it's fucking it's heartbreaking the way Will's dad comes back. It's crazy. Or you just, like, get real into Law & Order which is like a nice bridge show because it existed up into like the 10s, like the 2010s, you know, you or like go. X-Files or something. Yeah, just get into get into like vintage late 90s, early 2000s television. Ooh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's a good one. Hey, girl, did you catch the end of Punch and Judy? <laughs> oh, hey, fucking you, uh, Mad About You ended in 1999. 
Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the absolute oldest things I can think of. I think Punch and Judy was like a puppet show that was popular in like the 1900s, early okay. 1900s. Well, yeah, I don't that's know a little kind of above that his. Was. Was, that's above his age range. It. Yeah, that's a little older. <laughs> All right, well, come back to me if you're trying to head up the nursing homes. Uh, ooh, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, broads that are like 35 now fucking loved that show back in the day. So go get into Beverly Hills 90210, have a conversation about you know Jake or whoever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go I I will say uh, I had a buddy in college who not exclusively but like a good proportion of the women he was hooking up with were like 30, 35 plus and he was probably 20 fuck yeah And but he like consistently pulled this off and I don't I still don't really understand how like I never put together like where was he going to certain bars where you know older women older women were hanging out? That's a move. As opposed to kind of like the college bars, yeah, that's potentially one. But but besides that, man, I don't know. It was fucking wild. I remember he came back one fucking time. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, this. I think this one was like forty five. Oh, she yes. like she like took him out to breakfast at like some fancy ass place. And, like, that was it. They just hooked up the one time. I was like, damn, dude, like, you know, you're, you're hooking up hooking up with these these MILFs, mm-hmm. and you're getting fucking free breakfast? That's one and of the perks of hooking up with MILFs. That's college, dude. That's, yeah, a, that's one of the perks of hooking up with MILFs, which is what I, that's how I pluralize MILFs. Because <laughs> it's like wolves, right? MILFs. Yeah, MILFs. MILFs. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Brad Neely for that MILFs bit. I fucking see you. Fucking love. I love Brad Neely. I'm gonna have to show you some of his stuff if you've never seen it. I've never heard of this guy, but but good times. I like that. I like that bit. I don't know. The ultimate thing here is just fucking take a swing at it. You know, if they if they approach you, go for it. Just don't don't make it a big fucking thing. You know, try not to frame this as like this fetishy fucking thing either, because you're gonna put them off. Like these are these are people. Mm-hmm. These are people who have a much fucking. Uh, lower tolerance for bullshit than you do. Right. So just don't don't be a fucking jackass. Be yourself. Chat them up. You know, if they're interested, then fucking go for it. And if not, it, it, basically the same as anything else, just don't be... Just don't make this a big thing. You know what I mean? Don't make a big fucking show of it. Yes. And then you too can have breakfast at Mozart Cafe in Clintonville, which is where I'm guessing <laughs> it went. That's oh, probably where it was. <laughs> Oh, good fucking times. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I wish you luck out there, you fucking dingus. But also fucking date some people your age. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I love it. All right. Speaking of uh, what the fuck are you doing, you know what the fuck I'm doing, Arthur? What are you doing, Donovan? I'm reading the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Yes, folks, it's the question box. And uh, for new listeners or those of you with short memory, this is where we read listener questions. Uh, if you'd like to submit a question and you are a listener, which which you are, uh, hit up the link on our social media. It's in the Instagram bio. You can go on Facebook. We post it there occasionally. Or if you go on our website, radiofreetotebag.podient.co, 
down at the bottom it says ask a question. You can kick that, click that link. You're going to go to the page. There's a text box. Write your fucking question in. Smash that fucking send button. You don't have to make an account or nothing. And it's anonymous. And we'll fucking read it. Make sure you click that link. If you kick that link, you're going to break your phone or your mouse or your computer. Good, good caveat. No, no link kicking. Jesus. <laughs> don't kick it. <laughs> don't kick it. Well, we got two in here this week. And uh, well, first, this is just more kind of a comment directed at Arthur. Arthur, not a question, but I lost it at tit size agnostic. <laughs> also loved the special guest. Fuck yeah, Charlotte was great. Oh, fucking, yeah, excellent, excellent guest indeed. I was cracking up about that turn of phrase too. That was very, very beautiful. They just come to me, you know, they just, something greater than me <laughs> speaks through me when something like, when something like, Tit size agnostic comes out of my mouth, or maybe slicky jizz whale. Just something speaks through me. Yeah, the the god of relationship advice. You know, you're you're the mouthpiece of the god of relationship advice. Absolutely, nice. Fucking works for me. You're saying I'm a prophet? Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! I'm gonna be the big toe of the god of relationship advice. <laughs> Are you That's ingrown? Do you got any gnarly? You got some fungus or something? Oh, you, no, no fungus, but you know I'm fucking ingrown. I love that popping shit. <laughs> hey, speaking of popping shit, uh, here's the question. Here's the other question we got, the actual question. <sighs> my boyfriend wants to pee in my ass while we are having sex. I'm not on, in parentheses. I don't know what that Have you ever heard of? But... I'm not quite sure yet. Have you ever heard of or personally experienced this before? Does it feel good? What would you recommend? I would recommend not <laughs> peeing in someone else's ass or letting someone else pee in your ass. Like, hmm. Like, if we're going to get into some mechanical issues here, uh, like, the lining of your of your rectum is pretty, you know, sensitive. And uh, there's a lot of acid in pee. So, like, it's probably going to irritate your uh, your rectum pretty good. You don't want that. And you absorb stuff, right? Like, you're going to be yeah. absorbing all this piss. That's Do you want to absorb? Would you like to absorb your boyfriend's piss? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe that's their, maybe that's their thing. I ain't going to kink shit. I, I, I can't imagine the things that you expel from your body are particularly good to, like, just pop right back in there. Yeah, just put them right in there. <laughs> also, I don't know. Fucking peeing with a boner is hard. It's true. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? Are you gonna fucking dock, wait for things to chill out, and then just rip a piss? I'm fucking <laughs> pee shy, so I could I could never pull this it's off. It's not gonna happen for you, no. And, um, and so I got nothing personally, thank God. If I may reveal something dark about myself, it is not that I sought this out, Uh-oh. that I stumbled across it. Uh-oh. You know, sometimes you're just you're on the hub, and you're clicking around, and you see something. And you learn that the best way to go about doing this is using a speculum. So, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, get a speculum. Uh, there you get go. A, get a speculum. It's easier that way. Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's like uh, when you're out in the woods as a kid, one of those trees has kind of like the missing branch, but there's kind of like a, like a little hole left behind. Yes. When you're a kid, you're like, that's kind of like a urinal. I'm going to pee in there, and it's going to be it's going to be kind of fun for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. It'll be just like that. Exactly like that, except like, it's a human's butthole. <laughs> just like peeing <laughs> in a knurled tree stump. 
So I don't. I take it you have not personally experienced this before. Oh fuck no 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 not personally no. Okay, neither have I. It doesn't feel good. Like okay, if it would feel good if you're into like the sensation of like some volume filling up your butt, and some people are. So in that right. case, though, just get a fucking enema. Don't yeah. don't have to go with the pee. You know. But the pee is dirty, and that's part of it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. And, I got, we got no specific recommendations. This definitely is a thing. I'm sure if you look this up online, you can get some. Just look up like ass pee safety tips. <laughs> there's there's got to be a post somewhere. God, because I don't fucking know. You can figure this shit out on your own. Just make sure this isn't like an actual health hazard. I suspect yeah. that it is. Maybe it's fucking fine. I don't know. Poop comes out of your ass. That's gnarlier than piss is. Mm. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's a fucking upgrade. I don't know. I'm leaning towards it's bad. Do your research. I may have a new favorite search term. <laughs> Fucking ass pee safety tips. Ass <laughs> pee safety tips. Ass pee safety tips. Clack, 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 clack. <laughs> That's the sound of the ass <laughs> pee at the end of there, right there. That's yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. Very okay, strong I, content. I, I will say. If you're the person who posted this and you, you actually end up giving a taking a swing at it, taking oh, yes. <laughs> taking a stab at it. <laughs> if you end up doing that, please post a fucking update in the question box with what your findings were cuz I'm I'm definitely I'm interested. I I'm I'm curious about this. This is excellent. Good times. I'm very excited. Well, <sighs> thanks for the uh thanks for the fucking content, folks. <laughs> and uh, the compliment in the in the butt question, and uh, I'll remind you, uh, we're actually gonna be recording. Well, yeah, by the time this goes out, well, it already be out. Hold on. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it came out, we're gonna be recording another one in the afternoon. So if you got any questions, we're gonna have a special guest too. It's gonna be a good time. Toss some questions in there. You listening right now? If something's on your mind? Put it in the question box. It's your Post favorite it right part now. Of the show. Post it it'll right be now. Fucking, it'll be fucking ready next week. It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Post it right now. Big fan. Big fan. Okay. Hey, we still got What's some that? more. Sh- we still got some more show to do. So I'm gonna take us back over to Reddit with this one. How's you like that? Would that be a good thing uh, for you? I like that. My girlfriend of 1.5 years deletes Instagram photos of us every time we get in a fight. Every time we get in a pretty mild or bad fight, she deletes Instagram photos at us. At us. And even hints at being single with new Instagram posts during our fights. We've always worked them out every time. And I know we always will. Because they're usually stupid minor things. For example. Which I was just craving. I needed to know what kind of stupid things they fight about. Anyway. We had a stupid fight about how we were supposed to hang out. But because one of us got busy keeping it vague on purpose. It never happened and one of us got upset. After a few days she will go to her Instagram and delete all the pictures of us on Instagram that she has posted. She does this every three to six months. And we work it out like usual because it was a stupid-ass fight about something stupid and the cycle repeats. Like, this is some kind of punishment for me? Is this, like, to let her followers know that she's single so she can get DMs? It's honestly not a big deal to me because I could care less about Instagram clout. But if it's something, but if it's important enough to her to delete them, then it's important enough for me to care. She also sometimes goes on to post some pictures with single-like captions. I think she believes it's some kind of insult to me, uh, like, I don't need no man. The worst part 
is just the fact that other people probably assume we're going through something and she's basically making our perils and our private relationship public and that's the most annoying part. We are a couple. If she's trying to make me look stupid, she doesn't understand that she's making herself look stupid when she posts another picture of us together a few weeks later. What do I do? And that was posted by Poor Bloke Throwaway. All right, you poor bloke. I'd, I'd just like to point out that the, the first comment response to this question is just five red flag emojis. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's very accurate. This is immature. This is manipulative. This is just generally shitty. Like, if, if for every fucking even minor fight, and I mean, this is just your side of things. Maybe you're fucking underestimating how big of a deal these fights are. But, like, no mature and, like, functioning person in a relationship is going to do this shit. This is, like, it, 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 I'm trying to find out what to compare it to. Because it's similar to you got in a fight and just screaming it into the world. We're fucking fighting such an asshole. Which is, you know, a mess, obviously. Right. But, like, it's, it, it's a little more subtle than that. But, like, at the same time, it's not. Like, this is, it, it's clearly intended to antagonize you. It strikes me as something that's intended to kind of punish you. And it, it does, you know, if you're describing this correctly, it kind of sounds like she is trying to be like, oh, like, I'm, I could leave you, you know, like I, yep. I'm, I could be fucking single in an instant. I could make and it as if we were never together. <laughs> there you go. And that's that's shitty. That's shitty yeah. and manipulative. And that's not how you fucking resolve problems as a couple. So you got to you got to call her out here. Yeah. Be like, babe, uh, this is fucking stupid. What you're doing is, like, really dumb. Like, we were supposed to hang out, and then we didn't hang out, and now you deleted all of our fucking Instagram pictures together. It's petty as shit. So fucking lame of you to do, and I don't like it. And, uh, also, yeah, did you hear that? Fuck you. I'm gone. I'm gonna delete all of the pictures that I have on my friendster, and, uh, <laughs> nev- nobody's ever gonna fucking see him again, because I'm gone for realsies. Because, like, the issue is not specifically what she's doing. It's, like, the implications of what she's doing. Um, yes. So, like, yeah, if, it's kind of a dumb thing to just... It's just, like, a dumb thing. But it indicates such such pettiness and stupidity on her part that uh, I don't think you should uh, stick around. And I think you should, I don't know, maybe make another account and surreptitiously follow her account so you can watch the meltdown because I assume it's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, post post this series of air horn emojis on your MySpace and fucking yes. fucking roll out of this one. Fuck yeah! I, I I will say, and I I wouldn't encourage this, but I don't know if things are like pretty good. I, I feel bad fucking suggesting this. If you, I don't know if you wanted to fucking fix this in some way or give her a last chance, I would go to her and I wouldn't kind of come at her as this is fucking dumb. I would be like, hey, like you posting these things like you it makes me feel like you're implying that you would just leave me like after any fight and that's obviously we can't resolve things like that and i care about you so like you got to stop doing this you know and if i upset you then like let's talk about it and, and fix it not just throw it into you know the fucking social media verse uh or i can't do this anymore so yeah. if if you're still trying to hang on to this i think that's all you can do but if you say that shit and she keeps doing this, she gets fucking, you know, in your face about it and, and is not understanding that general concept of how manipulative and shitty this is, then you, you definitely got to get out of this. Absolutely. Like, 
I feel, you know, we get these questions all the time where somebody would be like, oh, my boyfriend does this and it fucking sucks. And then usually they have some closing statement about how like, but everything else is so great in our relationship and I love him so much and I can't imagine life without him. I have no such caveat here. I think it's probably, and like based on her behavior, I can intuit that there's like a bunch of other fucking stupid shit she gets up to. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel you. And also, maybe these fights aren't fucking minor. You know, maybe this dude's That's also possible. Ass too. But regardless, like in both of the situations, this shit is fucking dysfunctional. And yeah, I think I think the best advice is is exiting. Yeah. Walk the fuck away. Delete all the pictures. Go to yeah. uh, go to the free suggestion box or anonymous question box and uh-huh. submit the link to your girlfriend's Instagram uh, as you break <laughs> up with her, so we can indeed watch the meltdown. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking spectacular. Yes, it is. I love some petty internet bullshit. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember Encyclopedia Dramatica? Yes. Yeah. That was some good shit. Fucking YTMND's gone. We should mention that real quick. Uh, oh, fuck. yeah. It's gone. You can't go to it anymore. And I'm sad. For those of you who didn't know, YTMND was like a fucking... It's like a short art form. It's an image, some text, and a sound file. And some people made some really fucking good comedy on that website, and it's gone forever. You can't fucking find it no more. R.I.P. Y.T.M.N.D. Image, like, usually was tiled, right? Like, it'd be a GIF mm-hmm. kind of moving, and then some music and a caption. Our, uh, I know my dudes made one of those. There was the song Jeffer by Boys Noise. You know that one? Yeah. Love Jeffer. And Jeffrey. then it had the, had the GIF of Chris Farley fucking dancing in some SNL bit super aggressively. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. And I'm sad I can't retrieve that shit, so pour, pour one out. Sad times. Sad times. You know what's not sad times? What what is not sad times? Oh wait, no, actually it is sad. This is pretty sad times, actually. (laughs) My twenty six F fiance, thirty M of six years, doesn't want me to go for walks. Hopefully nobody will recognize me based on this. I wanna say that before I had health issues. He never had issues with this. Couple of things. Number one, I have epilepsy uncontrolled for the past few years and a neurological condition that makes me drop slash faint. However, the dropping has pretty much stopped since November and my seizures have been okay for the past three or so months. I'm guessing both are due to going to the gym the past few years and some dietary changes. Number two, uh, boyfriend doesn't, or fiance doesn't let me outside to go on our balcony. We're nine stories up and it's glass but there is no possible way I could go over the edge. We have a barbecue out there that is barely used because of this. Number three, I have autism, which will be important later. Our neighborhood is downtownish, the odd homeless person, but plenty of families. There are car break-ins at nighttime and things like that, but during the day I see plenty of people walking with their dogs or their kids. Next year, we would like to get a dog, and I would like to be the one taking it for walks. He says he'll be the primary walker, but I know when work is busy, he won't be able to walk the dog twice a day. Plus, I work from home and would like to be finished with our walk before dinner time. This came to another heated argument last night. I told him that we have that if we have a puppy or a baby, I'm going to have to go outside every day. I said that I have to get used to walking routes now while it's nice out because I need mental familiarity with places or I get overwhelmed. 
and I don't want to get overstimulated on the streets or not have specific routes. I told him I could put a location tracker on and tell him where I'm going for a walk so that he'll know if anything happens. Not good enough. As far as the barbecue goes, I used to barbecue at my old place all the time. He's freaked out because I could fall into the barbecue and says he would rather do it himself. Problem is, he is scared of the balcony. What's added to this fear is that I did have a seizure a few years ago while cooking on our gas range inside. I got second-degree burns on my face and neck. We've since switched to induction. I also used to bake a lot, but he gets really, really angry if I do that while I'm not around him, so that hobby is pretty much wrecked. We spoke to a counselor a few years ago, and she took my side on things, that my quality of life could be made better by being allowed to do some of this stuff, but afterwards, he just told me that it was a waste of time. TLDR, fiancé yells at me or outright doesn't allow me to do things alone. My point is that I feel controlled and like I can't do anything alone. His point is that everything is too dangerous and risky. What can I do? And I was posted by throwaway fogly shorts. Man. <laughs> I love how the name doesn't match the tone at all. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I was forced to live in a dungeon and eat my own feces for 16 years. Posted by cute butterfly <laughs> posted by rim job steve <laughs> uh, this this you, fucked so up though think? this fucked up because like while i understand that uh you know these these health issues of yours can make some activities dangerous um you have to be able to go on a fucking walk in your neighborhood like that ha- that's non-negotiable to me um, you're even offering like, uh, precautions and shit. You're like, yeah, I'll fucking wear a location tracker and, you know, fucking, you know, I'll check in with you and, you know, if something goes wrong, you'll know. And he's like, no, babe, no, you can't be five blocks away from the house by yourself. Like, what do you, like, do you drive? Do you have like any kind of independence? Cause that's kind of fucking necessary in a relationship. You can't be fully dependent on your partner for every aspect of your life. So like. Some of this has to be yours. You have to have something that's yours. Um, and this guy's not letting you do it. And it's because he's scared. Um, so, like, I was going to recommend therapy for him, but it sounds like you guys went to some therapy and he was like, this is a fucking waste of time. That sucks. It sounds like he doesn't have a very good handle on on what's going on with you and what your needs are. No, de- definitely so. Especially because, you know, like, shit like this is important in a relationship. You got to be able to do your own thing. You can't just be under lock and key all the fucking time. But, then, like, that's also just important for fucking life in general. Yeah. You know? And fucking good on you for pushing through these things and trying to live your life normally, you know, despite all the shit that you have to go through. So what you really don't need is your fucking fiancé not being on your side there. Right. I, I, get, I get the concern. Like, I, I would be... This would spook me, too. I'd be so fucking worried, you know, especially after a few of these things, like falling under the stove. Like, that's intense. That would freak me yeah. out. Yeah. But you, you can't just be you can't just be governed by that. Because what's the fucking, you know, extreme alternative? You're just going to chill inside all the fucking time? You're both going to be miserable with that. And yeah. I think you had the right move, you know, with saying, hey, you can find a tracker. You could get, like, a life alert thing or something like that compromise because yes yeah. this is an issue you got to figure out and address this but like he's he's also just not appreciating like i'm sure you fucking know that you're going through this stuff mm-hmm. 
You know, it's not like you're just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I can fly. I'm going to go tightrope walking with fucking like no, <laughs> no restraint. I was going like, to say you're... mountain biking on like a solo trip for six weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. None of this is crazy fucking risk. You're just trying to live a normal life and push through this fucking uh, this fucking illness that you got to deal with. So you he needs he needs to fucking do these compromises. Yeah. You know, if that if that means reassuring him or like talking to a doctor together about it and seeing like what your options are here it, just to show him like, Hey, this is, you know, this isn't me being reckless. I understand you're worried, but he, he needs to come to one of those compromises. And right. if he can't, I don't, I don't think you can work this out because it seems his only, only thing he's going to be happy with is if you're locked up inside and you don't fucking want that. And that's going to tank the shit out of your relationship. Yeah. It's a wretched existence doing things that way. Definitely. Um, so like I don't know I you guys definitely should go back to therapy and I really fucking hope he's receptive to it this time like I'm suspicious of anybody who is resistant to psychotherapy you know what I mean same like if you can't go to the person who's supposed to like you know identify the things that you're doing that are maladaptive check me out I've definitely been to therapy use words like that um then like like who the fuck are they going to listen to? They're just going to fucking stumble around in life with like, you know, just fucking up the things, uh, fucking things up the way that they fuck them up. You know what I mean? It's just going to keep staying fucked up. No. Oh, yeah. They get that attachment to like their particular way yeah. of <laughs> having a fucked up existence, which is mm-hmm. not good. And I don't know. It changes fucking difficult. If you already got all these, all these things pressing on you, like it's difficult to make a change like that. But again, like you, he fucking has to do that. Yeah. He has to do that for this relationship to continue. Absolutely. So maybe have that fucking come to Jesus moment with him. Fucking lay out the fact that like, what does he expect you to do? Again, like you, you're going to be miserable inside. The relationship's going to be miserable if you're always inside. How can I reassure you on whatever compromise we need to make so that I can like live a normal life? Right, and if he's still in, if he's still not on board, then I, th- I think that's gonna be it. Ooh, service dog! Fuck yes, get your oh. fucking service dog. That's a that hell of a, a compromise because then you have a fucking cool service dog too. <laughs> yeah, they're already talking about getting a dog. That's honestly fucking oh my perfect. God, that's brilliant. I'm the fucking best at this. <laughs> the relationship gods have spoken through their RT vessel. Service dog. There big, big idea there. Yeah, talk about that with a doctor too. You know, ha- have them kind of pitching it to your your fiance here too. But that is that is good. You know, and that's that's another creature fucking fucking with you walking around. I think that's reassuring to him, and would certainly help you. Yeah, service dog wants to go for a walk. Service dog will let somebody know if you fall down. It's great. <laughs> Oh, service dog will uh, paw punch your fiance in the face if he decides to be a dick about all this. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Good times. I fucking wish you the best on this because this is this has to be a difficult situation to begin with, and having this uh, this fucking disjoint with your with your fiance here just has to make it way worse. So yeah. I I hope you're able to figure this out. Yeah, we're sending you our love. <laughs> That's what love sounds like. As the love noise. 
Okay, you know what? Get you fucking you want you want to know a secret? What's that? We have time for one more. We got time for one more. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck. Hell yeah, man! I got I got some edit points in here. We got time for one more. Okay. My girlfriend, thirty, and I, thirty-five, were in a store, and she saw her ex, who she still talks to regularly, and she grabbed me, and we ran the other way. While we were in a store shopping, she notices her ex and his girlfriend are coming near us. She freaks out and grabs me, and she mentions who it is, and we go to the opposite direction. As we were going the other direction, my girlfriend mentions now her ex's girlfriend, who was with him at the time, doesn't like her. And that was the reason for her behavior. I felt disrespected personally. Felt like I should have been introduced to the guy who communicates with my girlfriend regularly. The following day, I arrive at her house, and she's on the phone with him, listening to him vent about how bad his relationship is. She mentions that she uh, had texted him something about what was in his shopping cart to let him know that she had seen him in the store the other day. I just feel like it's shady. Yeah. I just feel like it's shady and rude to do something like that. In addition, she still talks to three of her exes, and I never really cared on top of... Let's see. I never really cared. But on top of that, she always gets frustrated when I receive a text from a female friend of mine every two weeks, and we've never dated. She hates my friend for no reason and always gets upset when my friend contacts me. I guess the frustrating part is that she does not see things from my vantage point and is really starting to frustrate me. Any thoughts on what you would do in my shoes would be appreciated? And that was posted by Frank Dodge. Was a fucking dope name. That's good. Frank Dodge. Fuck yeah. Folks, it's the parade. It's the parade of the classic red flags here. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, first up coming down the street. Uh, yes, there it is. Trying to hide your SO. Yep. And uh, out behind there, uh, being jealous of your SO's friends of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. A, we've seen him before. That's a classic. And then finally, okay, this one's not a classic. What the, what the fuck is... Oh, yeah, just uh, I just texted him something about what was in his shopping cart to let him know that I'd seen him. What? Yeah, I saw you had a case of Rolling a- Rock. So I had a case of Rolling Rock in your cart, and you know I just I saw you at the grocery store. Did you tell him that you fucking ran away because you didn't want to see his girlfriend, <laughs> or like you didn't want to introduce your boyfriend to him? Like, hmm. So if you guys talk like every other day, you know what I mean? Like, isn't that the kind of like a close friend that maybe you'd want to introduce your so to to kind of establish that there's nothing to worry about? You know what I mean? And also, you know, you care about this person. You care yeah. about your SO. Like, you'd at least want him to fucking meet. Yeah. That seems fucking shady. Yeah, the, the, this whole situation's shady. The fact that also, like, he's venting about his shitty relationship and she's fucking hiding you. Like, one of those things, again, any of these by themselves might be shitty, but, like, workable. But, like, this is such a fucking combination of red flags. There's got to be something going on here. Like, yeah. there's no there's no explanation for this other than some shifty shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fucking just, like, bounce. Like, you guys don't mention how long you've been together, which always, to me, reads like it's a kind of a short thing. So, uh, I don't know. Just get the fuck out of there. You don't fucking need this. I, I, I think so, too. Reeks of bad news. And also, uh, what, so her ex's 
her ex's fucking current girlfriend dislikes her. That's also just kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I get that. Okay. Maybe there's a little jealousy there, but if like, she's actually telling the truth and this dude's girlfriend dislikes her so much that she has to run away. Right. That's fucking wild. That's wild. What did you do? <laughs> I, I, don't yeah. know. I suspect some, at least fucking emotional cheating in between yeah. the two of them. I suspect the foul play. phone calls. Yeah. It's, it's fucking bad. Just get out of there. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of getting out of here, our intro song. Ooh, nice. Fucking tight segue. Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify, three words, the Hayfellows. Folks! This has been great and fun and fun and great. And I'm really happy that you were able to spend some time with us. And uh, I'm really happy that uh, I get to go play Dark Souls with my buddies now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, we all started playing Dark Souls recently and it has fucking taken over 90% of my mental uh, processes on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm just we, like, had our, we had our buddy in there yesterday. There was a tornado near him and he's like, yo, we got to finish this boss quick so that I can get to <laughs> Covered. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fucking wild. Shouts out, my dude. Well, love you. Thanks. Bye.